Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm going to power through this one, Jordan. I have burned myself very badly. Okay, I'm not seeing any. You look great. Thank you. I'm not very seeing much. any scarring. I'm not seeing Thank any you. blistering. Right. Uh, I'm, I ho- I'm hoping not to see those things. <laughs> I I reached into. I made look. First off, I made a great chicken thigh recipe. If anybody wants to make a great chicken thigh recipe, look up this Kenji Lopez all chicken mm-hmm. thighs and and cabbage recipe. It is wonderful. Just make it all in one skillet. Crispy skin, stewed cabbage. Sweet, savory. It's got bacon in it. It's wonderful. I make this because my mother's visiting. So you, you tried to fuck the chicken. Yeah, I tried to fuck the chicken, and you it burned was hot, hot. You burned, I knew your, this you burned, chicken. You burned your little Look, wiener. <laughs> I knew. I knew this you were describing it in the hot. way that someone might describe a lover. Yeah. So, yeah, I read between the lines. So the chicken was really hot, and I burned my little wiener. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I pulled it out of the oven. Because you finish this thing in the oven mm-hmm. for a braise. Sure. Put it on the stovetop. Noticed that the... Uh, and I did that with a pot holder. Totally successfully like a normal adult, sensible human being. Put it down. Turned to say something to my child. Turned back to it. Noticed that the handle was pointed out... Oh, was the thing you said to your child, go in the other room while daddy fucks this dinner? <laughs> yeah. I, daddy wants to burn his little wiener, I mm-hmm. said. Uh, Dad wants a chappy little wiener. <laughs> um, so I noticed that the pan handle was sticking out over the edge of the stove, mm-hmm. which that's the last thing you want. So I just full on grabbed it and moved it and then realized that it had just come out of a 400 degree mm. oven. Now, next move I did was I'm like, am I missing something about what you're supposed to do when you've burned your hand on a pot handle? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know you're supposed to run it under cold water or something. I'm like, is now this... you've got your phone, yeah, on uh, on a music stand, yeah. And you, do you did you take notes on the burn, or are you just playing Marvel Snap while we talk? Uh, both. <laughs> I um I uh I immediately Googled burn hand on pot handle. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to Google it with one hand <laughs> to be clear, but I did it. I pulled it off. I typed with one hand, burn hand on pot handle. And it led me to a Reddit post from someone who had said, I just burned in r slash cooking. Mm-hmm. I had just burned my hand on a pot handle. What do I do? I I, I, poured, I ran it under some cold water. So I'm like, this is perfect because I'm in an exact situation. Burned my hand on the pot handle, ran it under cold water. Just want to know if there's other stuff I should do. And this made me feel a lot better. Uh, Wide Light posted, who's the top reply? I was finishing some chicken breasts in the oven, and I took them out with an oven mitt, all proper-like, and set the pan on the stovetop while I finished some other bits of cooking. First of all, I get it, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I am with you. It me. It me. I'm that. Sure. Uh, About 30 seconds later, I see that I left the pan handle sticking over the edge, and I think, gee, Mm -hmm. I could totally knock that off. I should pick it up and move it. Again, representation right. matters. Jordan. Sure, yes. This is me <laughs> seeing myself. I grew up in San Francisco and talk about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then it says, uh, "It says so." I grabbed it this time without the oven mitt on. It hurt a lot. Again, 
I'm right there right. with this person. Did and, you write this message in the I future know. and send it back to yourself in the past? Are you time copping, buddy? That's my best guess. And But this is the part where I felt- You, co- you copping over there? This is the part where it felt yeah. better. They said, it hurt a lot, so of course I dropped it right onto the linoleum floor. Well, first of all, I've got a tile floor, so I don't need to worry about my linoleum. But second of all, I didn't, I didn't drop anything, so I'm ahead of the game. Then they said, now my mind is thinking quickly. It's thinking, man- that hot pan that just burned me is so hot, it could melt the floor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I grabbed it a second time barehanded. <laughs> Am I the asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't sleep well that night. In any case, no, I don't have any remedies other than just stick the hand in ice. Yeah, so I just there. felt a lot better after I read yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. You're, you, you found your community. Exactly. Did you send this person a message? I did. Uh, I sent them uh, uh, A slash S slash. Right. <laughs> now <laughs> you're cybering. Yeah, Is that what you were now. doing while you were talking? Were you cybering? I was cybering the chicken, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's Cyber Monday tomorrow, so <laughs> as we record this, it's the time when Americans gather right. to, to cyber. Uh, Jesse, that's just when you're supposed to get cheap Blu-rays on Amazon. Oh, got it. Got it. Duly noted. Yeah, so I survived. Yeah, look, you're you're holding a bottle of water. Yeah, you notice I'm holding it with my burn hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, am I going to have to go into the studio? Because at first I was like, this doesn't hurt that bad. I yeah. can handle this. I ate dinner. I had, you know, I put my hand on a cold pack, cold I, gel. I'm sorry I'm, if I'm, you know, I've been going blue a lot yeah. so far in this episode. It's it's a crutch. Yeah. Let's just say it, it's a crutch because I'm not more creative. I'm going red. Yeah. Um. Do you want to try jacking off? That's the Just ultimate right test. To check? No, go in the bathroom. Don't do it here in the booth. I'll well, hang out with our guests. It's my left hand that's burned, so if I jack off with this, it'll feel like a stranger's jacking <laughs> off. <laughs> a burned stranger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a strange burn Ooh, a skull. It's like getting jacked off by Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if, if that's things- what we call breaking the fourth wall, getting jacked off by Deadpool. <laughs> God knows, yeah. It's been a while for me, so I might break the fourth wall. (laughs) Uh, Blasting right through. Should we introduce our guest? He's a film expert. No good. (laughs) (laughs) He could tell us about (laughs) what it's like to get jacked off by Deadpool. Our guest on the program is uh, one of the hosts of Maximum Film right here in the Maximum Fun Podcast Network, among many other media properties. We're highlighting that one, but this guy's the host of most things. Uh, he's also a stand-up comic and comedy writer. If he went away, how are you? Hello, buddy? how's hey. it going? It's a joy. It's a joy. He's also a, probably our, would you say, number two or number one Gundam expert. It's really coming down to him and Heather Ann Campbell. Oh, I'll take number two behind Heather. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heather's... Heather's actually waiting in the wings. We're gonna have yeah. a Gundam <laughs> off. <laughs> Look, I got my nippers. I'm gonna yeah. cut them, put them together slowly. Uh, I have something I want to, I think that we could, I have a topic for all of us. Okay, great. Uh, But I do, while we were talking about cooking, um, if you mentioned that you just got back from a Friendsgiving where you zhuzhed up a, like, store-bought potato salad. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wanted to hear more about that. Oh, yeah. Like, I have that that thing where you're like, I'm not just going to bring the store-bought. I got to put a little bit of iffy flavor sure. on it. But what, I'm not going to make potatoes. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. No, uh, I'm yeah. going to sprinkle some salt over yeah, the yeah, top. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, I put some mustard because I, I find that store-bought 
potato salad doesn't put enough mustard. Put some mustard, sure. a little bit of onion powder, a little bit of garlic, paprika, just a little, and some black pepper and salt. Just uh, you know, that sounds great. What's your flavor. top category of potato salad, Ify? Like top category, like like the the number one most important. Do you like yeah? Like do you like a vinegar potato salad, a mayonnaise potato salad? Do you like it? But sounds like you like it mustardy. Yeah, I like a mustardy mm. one, and I think that's just all I've known growing up. You know, mom's from Louisiana, so heavy. Yeah, mustard potato salad, sweet yams, and then um, you know, thick fluffy cornbread. But then my stepmom was from Arkansas, and they did like the was it. I, the saltwater corn? No, not that's. You know, it's it's the different type of cornbread, and it's more flaky. Oh, Someone's yeah. gonna more be like, like a biscuit. Yeah, no, like a like not even a biscuit. Okay, like a flatter, like a hockey puck. Yeah, hot water cornbread. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I support that. Yeah. Did you say when you when you and this is a safe space and just yeah, yeah, know that course. you can say anything on this show because. No one listens except for a couple of freaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, the freaks are very nasty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they will come out at night. Yeah. So if you're out there in the day, you got nothing to worry about. Yeah, but at night. Um, that's when the freaks come out. Um, I'll tell you what I like about freaks. Very good lovers. <laughs> very good lovers. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you, did you, when you, when you presented it to the Friendsgiving, were you like, this is a store-bought potato salad that I just, or are you like... Here is Grandma's famous mm. potato salad. Oh, I, I, I just straight up like store bought that I judged because I all because if I if I make something bad, I want to stand on it, uh-huh. <laughs> and mm-hmm. if I make something good, I want it to be truly it's attributed really, to really me. Really honorable. Yeah. Also, my worst nightmare is anything I make that I just kind of like wing it that I don't like take stock of everything I did. So I was like, that's so good. I need you to make that every year now. And uh-huh. I was like, oh no. So you're taking notes as you're judging the store-bought potato salad, just in case you have to reproduce it. In yeah, the yeah, but I'm, I kind of just tossed it together. You know, it's just like, all right, I'll just put a little bit. When of say, and saying it on the podcast, you can just go back and listen to this episode. Yeah, that's a, that's it. why I beg to come on. <laughs> <It's> like, hey, <laughs> cancel whatever guests you have. I need Tell to Steve come. Tell Steve Agee to go yeah, fuck yeah, himself. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming in and I'm listing recipes. I, I'm sorry, it's very important to me. <laughs> if he, let me ask you this. Did you rehome the potato salad? Did you move it into a new vessel? Oh yes, I did. You know, mostly because <laughs> I was looking for that thick tub that they usually have. Yeah, but I was buying it like Thanksgiving Day, so they were all out. So they were I, out of thick tubs. Yeah, I was I was almost going to give up, and then I bumped into uh, Jonah, my buddy Jonah Ray. Oh. He was like in the store, and he was like, "Hey." I found potato salad. He walks over <laughs> with like five single- I'll sell it to you for $75. <laughs> so Jonah's just out there reselling yeah, yeah. black market oh, yeah, potato salad. Oh, he's flipping it Jonah's like, God damn it, the Bing money's not coming yeah, yeah. in anymore. He <laughs> was like, it's time to get this potato salad off the ground. But yeah, he comes over with the five single serve potato salads. And I These was are like, from like the deli case? Yeah. Okay. So, so I took all five and I dumped them all <laughs> into a bigger Tupperware. Beautiful. And then and I you add your own spice. Yeah, yeah, you, emer- my, you emerald yeah. it up. Bam, yeah. bam, 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 bam. And then I was like, "Hey, here's some potato salad." What Beautiful. kind of mustard are we talking about? Oh, we, look, I always go Heinz because mm-hmm. whenever Southern cooking uses mustard, whether it's like as a um, bond for uh, ribs. Or anything, it's always hind. So I was like, no, don't do anything fancy. Don't try and get no. Tell Sir Kensington to yeah. uh, to take a hike. But I do fuck with Sir Kensington, just not sure with this dish. I mean, he's a he makes a good condiment. Oh yeah, sure. 
Um, yes, Jesse. I'm t- and I'm still really excited about this potato salad that you made. Uh, did other people cook food or bring food that they? Because this was like a friendsgiving. Yeah, situation. it was a friendsgiving, and it was pretty much uh, our homie was gonna make every like everything, and everyone can just like bring a side or dessert. But he was on turkey, he was on ham, he did yams, dressing, the the whole nine. But I noticed that potato salad was on there. When I when I do my whole plate, I do like a little. Potato salad, I feel like the richness kind of cuts with a lot of the kind of more um, like, like all those acidic, yeah, all those acidic, acidic Thanksgiving yeah. foods, yeah, like yeah. turkey, yeah. gravy, yeah. potatoes, yeah. half a grapefruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to have half a grapefruit. You got to have half a grapefruit. Yeah, In the Nigerian-American community, yeah, yeah. it's traditional to eat mm-hmm. half a grapefruit yeah. with mm-hmm. a scoop of oh. cottage cheese on top. My dad would like, disown me if yeah. I don't. <laughs> If I do not do like that. Nixon ate for breakfast, yeah, but yeah, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna throw this in, and then I'm bringing a bunch of alcohol, which I did. Yeah, I, I, good call. I served on all fronts. That's and, good for you. Yeah. Do you have a preferred type or quantity of carbohydrates in a Thanksgiving meal? Ooh, that's a very good question. I'm I'd glad. say Thanks. I like to lean on 60, 40, 60 proteins, forty. The carbs. Okay. What's well, so how are you going to get gains? Exactly. You got to have gains. Exactly. Everyone knows if, if for people who don't know if he already if he has had many sick gains. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so sick. Been so sick. I need I need you to be so specific about that too because some people think it's healthy gains and it's all <laughs> no. sick, disgusting, viral gains. This right. guy's gains are nasty. Yeah. If I thought you grew up in L.A. but you're from Gainesville. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know that's that's what it says on my ID. <laughs> so if he has a lot I'm also of a federal body inspector <laughs> from Gainesville. So if he if he is a is a powerful muscle man, yeah, yeah, and yeah. does that does that play into your Thanksgiving feasting at all? No, uh, not at all. I've uh, found out that like. You can just figure it out later. (laughs) (laughs) Like I eat whatever the fuck I want and then I'll adjust whatever I need to do. There's not a problem that you can't fix. You can do it in the mix is what you're saying. Yeah, yes, exactly that. Yeah, For a while I was doing like keto and that was cool but i food rocks i don't know yeah food's great the flaming hot take food rocks and and if you're already going to be in the gym getting sweaty going hard anyway just eat whatever the fuck you want and figure it out later sometimes i like i know that all football players die at 40 yeah but that having been said when i read about the lifestyle that these football players have then these guys are like the the hugest of these men are extraordinary athletes, right? These yeah. like six foot seven inch, three hundred and forty five pound, you know, Samoan linemen. Oh yeah, these guys are unreal athletes. To me, I love the idea of a guy just eating four steaks in a row, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like, just, yeah, throwing them back. You know, like I know that they eat healthy food, and like certainly, like uh, you know, like basketball players, they eat very healthy food now. They they didn't used to, but yeah. Uh, now they eat like real f- health foods. I think football players they still eat four steaks in a row. Mm. Oh, yeah, and then they just uh, then they just fix it in the mix. <laughs> yeah, because they're just training for so long. They just are trying to hit a caloric count. I remember one of those like YouTube videos where it's like, "This is everything I eat in a day." I was like, "Don't 
let people see this because when you see an athlete do it, you have that dumb false equivocation where you're like, well, if he could eat it, then that's good. Like I remember I um, I was working out and then I was at a party and I was like, I'm going to smoke a cigar. LeBron James smokes a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to light up in the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron James, he, yeah. wins. he goes to the NBA final and he can smoke a cigar. I think it's fine to have a cigar. I'm not training like LeBron James. My body is nothing like mm-hmm. LeBron James. Yep. I'm not getting anywhere the same amount of activity, but I'm like, he did it. I right. can do it too. That's why every morning I wake up and I just take down a bottle of The Rocks tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why aren't I getting swole? Yeah. Every morning I wake up, I take down the rock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this guy fucks around, he finds out. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you and the rock live together? <laughs> and you beat him do. up every morning? Yeah, well, because you know why? You know what happens is <laughs> at night this guy's making fish. I'm smelling what he's cooking. I'm uh, like, yeah. we're roommates. You right. can't just, oh, yeah. can't just... You have to turn the exhaust fan on, Thank dude. You. That's yeah. what it's for. He's like, nah, I like I like it to stink up the place appropriately. <laughs> yeah. You guys are the original odd couple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are. Please someone mock up a poster for Jesse and the Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Tuesday is on CBS. After Bob Hart's Abishola. I'm the star of the new CBS sitcom, Middle-Aged Rock. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, Here's the topic I wanted to bring up uh, for all of us. Um, uh, I've been, I think the audience is probably champing at their little bits to hear Mm -hmm. about Jesse's journey with the video game Starfield. And I was like, well, I'm going to wait until... In the room, in the box, we got three toxic gamer bros. Oh, yeah. That's us. Uh-huh. And on the board today, filling in, we have uh, toxic gamer chick Val. Yeah. <laughs> She's nodding <laughs> Giving a nod. Very toxic. Hell yeah. <laughs> Loves to shit post. Hell yeah. <laughs> Val's out there shit posting. <laughs> Um, <laughs> forward slash S says Val. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought I wanted to hear how Jesse is doing with um, fan- space fantasy RPG Starfield, and then you know maybe 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 talk a little bit about w- what if he's enjoying these days. Yeah. If you have you played the video game Starfield? Oh yeah, I, I you know I'm a Bethesda boy through and through. Are and you I- a, were you a uh, uh, what's the one I like called? Skyrim? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Skyrim, Skyrim. Right? Skyrim, I actually bissed, and I didn't start playing it until earlier this year. Okay. Oh. And I found out it's because Fallout, I want to say 3, came out a year before Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it so much that <laughs> I missed Skyrim. Missed Skyrim. <laughs> because I, I, I'm a sci-fi boy through and through. I like, I you like, like an apocalypse. I like an apocalypse. I like guns. I like super mutants. You know? C-plus satire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Ghouls. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, I, I, so I played all of them. I played Skyrim and I played, uh, Starfield and I played, uh, what's the other one called? Fallout. Fallout. I played all three of them. Fallout was the one I liked the least, ah. uh, because I was annoyed at its shitty attempts at jokes. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, no, this is already plenty. Of, I'm just, I'm in for being embarrassing. I don't want to have one foot in and one foot out on this. Yeah. Especially with this fucking second tier material you're doing. <laughs> so, uh, but I did, look, did I play the entire game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 
I played all the oh, way yeah. through the the most recent, not not the one, the online one, but the one before that. I played. Oh, through Fallout all Four. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, the that one, one was the one I think, like generally the community doesn't fuck with. Three and New Vegas are the ones like hailed as the the good ones. Okay, well, people say New Vegas is kind of the classic. I, do, yeah. I have not played any of these games, but yeah. I have heard that maybe like if I were to start, maybe New Vegas yeah. is a good spot. Yeah, and it and if you if you like kind of like the deeper lore, crunchier kind of system, mm-hmm. New Vegas has that. Where like Fallout Four tried to like streamline a lot of it, and I think it was just kind of you, you Fallout Four. You kind of like smelt it, what it was cooking, like yeah. to bring it back. Mm-hmm. But you saw where it's like the it was rock going. Fish at midnight. Yeah. yeah, you could smell it because of how on the nose it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was like uh huh. Yeah, I think uh, I'm not, also not a lore guy. Yeah, I truly couldn't care less what the story is of this video game. Uh, again, to me, in the best of circumstances, it's like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. So, uh, although I'll say, Starfield, they've they've leveled up. I can't say I'm compelled by the narratives, but at least the the voice acting performances are of full professional quality, and how they manage to get that when they have to record. 700,000 hours of audio, yeah. uh, I do not know. Like, I again, like, I don't blame anyone who writes these games or records these voices that sometimes it's a little stiff and wooden oh, yeah. because seven trillion things happen in this game. And I can't imagine how they don't just have to eat 4,000 calories a day just to get through the line reads. One take of each line that they've written. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, and like for two hours, just, uh, uh, just vocalize 10 different ways to get shot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'll say, like, if you gave me the choice of post-apocalyptic semi-satire, uh, sort of f- fake Lord of the Rings type shit, uh, Dungeons and Dragons shit, or fucking boring space shit, boring space shit is 100% where I would land. Every okay. single time I'm on... Show I want to watch Alien, not Aliens. Yeah, like show me a boring thing happening in space where it's pretty. That's what I like. Oh yeah. And so I was set up for success with the game Star Starfield, which is that. That is theoretically it's supposed to be the other games, but boring and in space. Yeah. Well, that's what's so funny is you know a lot of people weren't fucking with Starfield, and I was like, well, this is most definitely my shit. Like I love. Space guy sim. Like, I don't need, you don't have to give me all this story of Messiah. Let me walk around and interact with, like, the local, like, drunk. It's like, yeah. Oh, you want me to shoot space raccoons? Bet. I'm going to bring you five pelts. <laughs> and I'm going to call it you a day. You want pelts? I'm going to go yeah, ahead and get yeah. you pelts. Oh, yeah. And it's, I love- there's a guy out there building a doomsday device. I'm yeah. going to get some pelts for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> call me an Australian shepherd because I love having a little job to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I need a job to do. Yeah. Yes. Take some pictures of the neighborhood cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Like, the. I mean, you've probably heard this, Jordan. Mm-hmm. The The problem with Starfield is the one of the most fun parts about this game is wandering around, and the wandering around in Starfield is not that good. Mm-hmm. It's not that dope of wandering around because- So your character doesn't amble correctly, and the, it the really, sauntering like, is off. Longtime yeah. Jordan Jesse Go listeners, of which there is no other kind, <laughs> for we have added no listeners in a decade. Uh, longtime Jordan Jesse Go uh, listeners- Actually, we, there's a lot of people who are horny for Fritz Coleman, who okay, turned in recently. That's true. <laughs> um, uh, they'll know about my passion for collecting lavender in- uh, in the fantasy world, 
but um, there's you can only kind of do that in this one. Like they, each planet has three. There's space not like plants. a quark, a, yeah. a quark plant or something. Uh, there is, but a, there's only a, plas- a plasma bloom. There's only three of them on each planet, and then there's three kinds of aliens. And at first, you're like. These aliens and fucking plants are amazing because they look gorgeous. They're yeah. spectacular. But then you're like, I would, but I would like there to be more than two types of them without me having to get back in a spaceship and flying to a different planet. Yeah, that's ultimately like you have to wander through a real boring territory to get to the abandoned hospital where you can sh- shoot space pirates. Yeah, <laughs> and don't forget that like random level fifty space animal that you'll shoot at thinking you can attack it and then it'll almost one shot you and go oh i made a mistake yeah but i don't also like i found because i looked briefly at the starfield subreddit Mm -hmm. people are paying a lot more like for the amount of time that i put in to this which is way too much because especially because i got it on my computer mm, so yeah. i don't even have to be in public no, you are and... a toxic gamer bro you built a pc huh yeah <laughs> you're a pc gamer i, I hot rotted a pc hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, it's overclocked yeah yeah nbd i did some heat sink glue just like Ooh, henry cavill yeah yeah um i i used to play i played you know the other ones on my playstation on my tv <laughs> but then i can only do it when my kids aren't around or like or at the very least, I have to like reveal to my family how much time I'm spending doing it. But my computer's in my office, mm. so maybe I'm working. They yeah. don't know. Oh, yeah. And so the amount that I do it, I don't really keep track of what I'm doing. Like, I'll do it for hundreds of hours, truly hundreds of hours. I do have no idea what level I'm at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I barely pay attention to what level up. Sometimes I'll accidentally have three or four level up power p- pills that I can give myself yeah. to give myself special skills, but I'll just forget to do it. <laughs> like mostly, I just I'm like, okay, here we go, little job, shoot you, shoot you, shoot you, shoot. Okay, new little job. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I that's what I love about it is it's I want to be a guy in space exploring, and so that's why it's been. That's been my favorite game to hop around because so the the four that I've now I'll count five that I've been hopping around has been Starfield. I'll jump in the new Spider-Man 2, which is phenomenal. Uh, And then me and M really got into Diablo because it has the couch co-op. So we just sit down and we'll kill hours. What does couch co-op mean? It, it's it's when you can play together sitting on the same couch instead of online multiplayer. The way it used to be before online multiplayer kind of okay. dominated every Yeah, because there are some multiplayer games where you yeah. can't play with someone in the same room. Yeah. And yeah, it, those those couch co-op games, few and far between these yeah, days. Yeah. So Diablo is a popular computer game from 1995. Yes. Am I yes. mistaken? Yes, you're, you're correct. This? They created Many a video new games one. Uh, uh, often get sequels. Got it's it. It's a popular thing. <laughs> okay. uh, parents, yeah. So, you know, shit, we were playing when we were kids yeah okay. uh no so this is the fourth one so are you the guys one also you're... playing wolfenstein 7d uh you you, <laughs> you joke but they did make a new one okay yeah <laughs> okay great yeah yeah uh, so, but yeah no it was um so... i like the dark gritty jazz jackrabbit yes. <laughs> just put out the... oh my god you unlocked a memory that jazz jack oh, yeah. i only had the demo because my dad wouldn't 
buy me it's the It's a shareware game, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that one was fun. But yeah, that and then Mario Party yeah. with my daughter, uh, which has taught me new ways to manage my anger because Mario Party is bullshit. You know? <laughs> a lot of it, random you, shit happens yeah, in yeah, that game. Yeah, That'll you just will fuck you. <laughs> min-max the shit out of a game and have the most stars and then it's like, no, Naomi, you tried the hardest. Four stars. And you're like, what? What, <laughs> she, what do you mean? How did you gauge that? She lost. <laughs> she Tell her she lost. How would she know to get better? And it's funny because one time I kind of let loose because it was the computer that were getting the bullshit bonuses. Yeah, yeah. So I was like openly pissed because I was like, oh, it, it's not my daughter. And then I was putting my daughter to bed and she was like, the game cheated us, didn't it? And I was like, yeah. oh, no. Oh, no, you're adopting my toxic side. <laughs> uh, no, no. You know, it, it just happens sometimes. We just got to remember to play and have fun. You know, there's yeah. a lot of talk about toxic gamer bros, but not enough talk about toxic gamer daughters. Right, <laughs> yes. Dad, can I stay up and shit post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, another 30 minutes and yeah, then yeah. go right to bed. Uh, I did, uh, speaking of toxicity in the gaming <laughs> industry, uh, I wanted to see if you uh, or anybody in here knew of any any new what uh, what's the hot shit that the dudes are mad about the last one i Ooh. saw was uh and this is this is an older thing that the dudes have been mad about but it's the one that stuck in my head i guess the dudes for a while were mad at the super mario movie because there was a scene in which princess peach wore a racing jumpsuit instead of her dress and they thought that made her look too masculine so they wanted, they were mad because the woke culture had it gotten was to Princess Peach. It was the cod piece. Yeah. Made... <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's inspired by David Bowie. Mm-hmm. Her. Anyway, uh, I wanted to know, is there a more current thing that people are mad about? Yeah, no, I, not current. I think the current stuff is just like, yeah, there's, there's no dumb gamer thing out right now because everyone was hyped about Boulder Skate 3. Mm-hmm. No one was complaining about it. That dominated everything. Oh, yeah. That's, people just universally love that, yeah, right? Which I is really want to play it. It yeah, looks really too. cool. I, I haven't got around to a it. A lot of people were mad that there's no ground transportation in Starfield. <laughs> that's a toxic I, trait, Jesse, I being mad a, about. <laughs> I read a thing that uh, I think maybe my buddy Ben Lindbergh wrote in the, in the Ringer about Starfield and the, there's just a part where they said about how everyone was so mad there wasn't any ground transportation and just one of the developers just like i mean we gave you jet packs <laughs> not <laughs> yeah, cool enough for you <laughs> as someone who had to struggle through the mako levels in mass effect one i'm fine with it if i never have to deal with any type of dumbass space rover vehicle for the rest of my gaming life that's that's how bad it scarred me. It, did you play any of the Mass Effect games? Did, no, but I'll tell you that I, there's I, did, a, I, I didn't either. Uh-uh. Okay, there's a retro video game arcade in, in Pasadena, California, where I take my middle child once in a while. Ooh, loves to all three of them sometimes, but uh, and every time I go, one of my children ends up playing this Batman game, and this Batman game is one of those games where you sit in it. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Oh, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. You drive the Batmobile, right? You drive the Batmobile around, and I've tried playing this game, and I don't think there is anything more maddening <laughs> than playing a car, playing a game where you're supposed to be in charge of a vehicle, but it doesn't feel right. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is, like, I'm trying to drive this Batmobile. I'm like, nothing is happening when I think it's going to 
how and you you realize so vividly how central to the experience of a video game is just like feeling like when you push the button the thing that you think's going to happen is going to happen oh yeah do you do you land where you think you are when you jump yeah. yes oh yeah anything else good um starfield spider-man 2 uh, yeah, and just, you know, classic Call of Duty, which if you want to go to the pinnacle of toxic, I mean, it awakens a side of me that I always forget is latent inside of me. You know, someone just talks to you. Like, no one knows how to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, there's no sense of, I remember- Really? In a war simulation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. My my friend, I joined on her, and I had no way of knowing. So we have the technology, by the way, before I even get into this, that if you're running a private tournament or a private game, you create what's called a private match so that only people who are fr- like can can join on the like host mm-hmm. if the host has allowed them. It could be invite only. This is It's what the Hollow Note song Private Eyes is about. Exactly. They were ahead of their creating game. Creating your own lobby. <laughs> yeah, which like are you hosting like fucking dark web ass, you know, <laughs> Monaco Grand Prix? Well, I'm I'm not at liberty to say, but if you do lose to me in gun game, I do get to take your life. Got but it. that is <laughs> That is a whole other thing. But like I join on and these guys, instead of being like, hey, this is a tournament, you know, hey, maybe leave. It's like, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is this? And then like, you know, instead of me being like, oops, sorry, I go, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? You're a kid. I'm a grown ass man. I will fight you. I was like, I will fight. Like, I will fight I have you. children. Yeah. I'll send them to kill you. <laughs> My children are also toxic and get and mad then, at video games. And then, and then you reach this fever pitch where you go, oh, this isn't real life. Nothing I say matters. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we, I, I'm not, I don't know who this man is. He doesn't know who I am. I'll never know. It was like, don't ever let me see you in a mall. <laughs> and I leave. If I see you in lids. God help you if I see you in lids. If I see you next to Genghis Khan, <laughs> I'm going to fucking slap you with a piece of Mongolian beef. Just, just one time I see you making that fucking lemonade and hot dog on his chair. And that God. lemonade pump. Yeah, if I see you in an Orange Julius. Hot dog on a stick. Tell you what. Let's take a little break. Let's stomp some fools at Cinnabon <laughs> and then come back for some more. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every episode of Jordan, Jesse Go, of course, brought to you by you, the listeners of Jordan, Jesse Go, and the members of MaximumFun.org. If you're not already a member, that's how we keep the lights on. Go to MaximumFun.org slash join. We really appreciate it. If you are already a member, we thank you very sincerely from the bottom of our hearts. Go listen to our fucking Burt Reynolds show. You'll love it. We made yeah. that for you. You're going to have a great time. Up there, Jesse and I going through some of the greatest films in the filmography of Burt Reynolds. Stash rules everything around me. And there aren't that many great ones, so some of the greatest are not that great. <laughs> it's a mixed bag. Yeah, we generally enjoy his performances. We but... get, yeah, we paw around in the mixed bag that is Burt Reynolds' filmography. Uh, we're also supported this week by the folks over there at... Stitch Fix. 
Stitch I don't fits. have all the time in the world, Jordan. Yeah. Oh, did you say you don't or I don't? I don't. Well, do oh, you? Oh, I do, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then maybe you'll have a, a lot great going time. On. But you're a busy guy. Yeah, I don't have time to scroll through countless websites or spend hours wandering through crowded stores. It's a nightmare. It's yes. not worth my time. If you're like that, how about this? Stitch Fix is waiting for you with expert stylists who can transform your shopping experience. They're an easy way to get clothes that fit you without having to endlessly browse through options. You got this stylist. They'll learn what you like. They'll learn your tastes, and they'll collaborate with you on looks you'll love without breaking the bank. Uh, Jesse, I get a Stitch Fix box every so often. Uh, I've been a Stitch Fix fan for a while. The last Stitch Fix box they sent me, just an unqualified home run. There's always something in my Stitch Fix box that I love, but this one... Uh, was so on point, uh, always so impressed. And yeah, it's definitely definitely great to get uh, to freshen up your wardrobe a little bit without having to, you know, endlessly scroll, browse around. Again, I'm a busy guy, but I'm trying to... I'm not a busy guy, but I'm trying to uh, devote a little bit more of that time to Mortal Kombat, getting really good. So um, yeah, I love that Stitch Fix helps me out with that. I, I appreciate that Stitch Fix is both helping you expand your palette in uh, the area of clothing mm -hmm. and expand your palette in the area of fighting game franchises that began in the early 1990s. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, hey, and here's here's something about Stitch Fix that's great. Uh, if there's something in your fix that you don't like, you just send it back. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. They include a little prepaid envelope. It's so easy. It's so much fun. Stitch Fix, they got great stuff. Thanks, Stitch Fix. They just get us, and they'll get you too. Try today at stitchfix.com slash jjgo. You'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash jjgo. stitchfix.com slash jjgo. We're also supported this week by the folks at nuts.com. Some people think nuts.com is just nuts. Okay, it's a, just It's a lot of nuts. There's a There's lot of nuts. great, Look, delicious nuts. If you're thinking they cashews, don't have nuts, you're wrong. They have a almonds, lot of Almonds, pecans or pecans, pistachios, peanuts. They got all those nuts. Walnuts. They have those nuts, but it's not just nuts. Uh, they got a lot of great stuff. They got uh, chocolate-covered gummy bears, uh, a lot of sweet treats. Jesse, I have a new favorite Nuts.com product. What's uh, that? The Honey Mustard Crunch Mix. Have you tried this mix? Oh, I haven't tried that mix, but it sounds really good. It's such a great mix. It's so delicious. Uh, we're both fans of the bourbon pecans, but the Honey Mustard Crunch Mix is creeping up on the bourbon pecans as my favorite Nuts.com product. So good, sweet or savory? Like, why choose? Are these cr like crackery pretzely kind of crunch things? Are they all kinds of crunch? Pretzel crunch, oh. uh, little toast crunch, cereal piece crunch, all with a just this delicious sweet and tangy honey mustard dust on it. This dust, Jesse, you got to try the dust. And it's always like what's wild to me about nuts.com. They literally, if you order popcorn. From nuts.com, it is popped the day that it ships to you. That day is when they pop the popcorn. It's not sitting in the back of a snack truck for four years and then on a rack at a convenience store for another eight. Literally, the day it ships to you is the day that the nuts are roasted or the corn is popped or whatever. 
It is a it is a pretty impressive operation. And right now, Nuts.com offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash JJGo. So go check out all the delicious options at Nuts.com slash JJGo. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash JJGo. Now, Jordan, the holidays are around the corner. Sure, they sure are. Here they come. I want to ah! mention two things. Ah! <laughs> Number one, this is the perfect time. The holidays for you, are in my house. <laughs> for you to pre-order or for yourself or a potential giftee, Jordan's upcoming book coming in 2024, Youth Group. That's right. Uh, I think one of the ultimate gifts, they say. That's what they a, say. They say the a ultimate pre-order gift, confirmation. The gift of love or a pre-order uh uh yes exactly you can you can print it out so you know if you pre-order uh you know on amazon or barnes and noble or at the website of your local indie bookstore you can print out that pre-order put it in a little envelope or fold it or you know pack it in a package and your loved one opens it up and they'll be thrilled because next year sometime they'll get a wonderful ya horror comedy graphic novel written by me and illustrated by bowen mcgurdy yeah so don't make the mistake of missing out on that and also if you if you need a little treasure, maybe for a stocking, maybe for someone you love, maybe just for yourself, hit up the Put This On Shop. That's my vintage store, putthisonshop.com. Uh, the holidays are in full swing. So whether you are looking for have a, a beautiful uh, golden pearl ring that I bought in England that's for sale for ladies that's up there right now, I also have a bunch of... Uh, uh, tobacco pins from like the turn of the 20th century with different breeds of dogs on them. And besides all that, yo MTV raps cards at the end of the day, truly, not something, sure what to truly get somebody, something for everyone, <laughs> just get them. Yo MTV raps cards. That's it. Put this on shop.com. Jordan, you've been plugging bookstores where people are pre-ordering your book. Where has someone pre-ordered a book this week? Uh, yeah, I uh, I have heard from a beloved listener that they have pre-ordered Youth Group at Skylight Books uh, right here in Los Angeles, out there on Vermont Street, uh, a great indie bookstore, and uh, yeah, skylightbooks.com. It's a uh, great website, definitely one of my favorite places to browse around in LA, a truly, a truly great indie bookstore. Uh, yeah, if you want to get your favorite local indie a shout out on the show, just hit me up on social media and let me know where you pre-ordered and I'll give them a little shout out. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Iffy Waddy Way Guy. Yeah, it's true. MPC. <laughs> NPC or MPC? Are you making beats or are you, or are you just saying rutabaga, rutabaga in the background? <laughs> I'm the most playable character. The people in the... F Do all video games just everyone in this scene is having a full-ass conversation? Because that's definitely going on in Starfield. Just people are having full conversations oh, yeah. that are not part of the game. Yeah, you're like, you're living your best life. You're like, I don't even want to interrupt you. Yeah, and then, oh, you accidentally disappeared. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, really I was going to kill you this. for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one big problem with Starfield is you really can't get away with 
uh, killing people. For, I always want to just oh. kill people for no reason, mm-hmm. but it's got this mechanic that all these games have, which is all of the Bethesda games have, which is where, like, as soon as you kill one guy, all the policemen know about it. Yeah, that's, that's the one thing that I think gets me about it. It was like, there's no finesse. It's like, no, it's, if you do crime, we all know. It's like, I guess you can say it's the future, sci-fi, whatever. But let me get away with some crime. You yeah, know? It was the same in the, like, to be clear, it was completely the same in Skyrim. Like, you just kill one random dude and then every fucking security guy knows that you killed that dude. doesn't matter if you killed him in a fucking basement yeah. with a silent magic spell. Which is the number one way to kill dudes, by the way. Oh, yeah. And they, all of a sudden, all these big guys in robes are waving swords at you because they all told each other with their fucking ancient walkie-talkies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. A lot of cool magic out there. It's bullshit. I just want to kill some... So, but the good news is there's, of course, spacers. Uh, there's the Crimson Fleet. Yeah. Uh, these are, are not humans, so you can kill as many of them yeah. as you Sounds want. Sounds like some fun. They're fundamentally fun evil, so you just kill as many of them oh, yeah. as you please. Hell yeah. yeah. You just got to find the abandoned uh, medical factory where they're hanging out. <laughs> uh, Jordan, when something momentous happens to you, do you ever call us at 206 984 4 or email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org? Uh, I don't, but I don't listen to the show. Okay, great. That's <laughs> no, for the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, this person does. What a Dax Shepard guy. Yeah. It's fun because I get to feel. I feel like I get to know right. so, what he celebrities just, are really right. like he when just they ask normal interview questions. Yeah, he goes there. It's not. They're not just plugging their project. <laughs> they're talking about what it's like to be a real celebrity. <laughs> uh, that is that. Dak Shepard has replaced Joe Rogan with um, the thing people tell you they like when they hear that you have a podcast. Yeah, it, Ooh. It's really, really. Da- like, oh, I love Dak Shepard. I'm like, well, We're like, yeah, great. Seems great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish we could go do acting okay and become really <laughs> famous doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it helps to be married to Kristen Bell and then to have given her that sloth that one time. Yeah. I think that's that really launched him that does into seem the central. stratosphere. Yeah. If we okay, if you're out there and you'll take a sloth from us and film yourself crying to launch <laughs> us into the next level. Did she cry because sloths shouldn't live at people's houses? Did she cry because it was so slow? <laughs> she wanted, she wanted something faster for it. Am I right? Am I describing a real thing that happened? Yeah, no. Is this track I, for you guys. Yeah, at the moment you, you said it. Me? No, the moment you said it, it totally clicked. I remember that sloth moment. Yeah, yeah and it was all over. Everything. Yeah, this yeah. it was a real. Anyway, Dak, do you know this, Jesse? You guys, I think you so, were just yes sanding me, or did you? Kristen Bell. Yeah, from Veronica Mars, uh-huh. the star of the show Veronica Mars, a uh, famous detective. She's married to Dax Shepard from mm-hmm. Without a Paddle, mm-hmm. and he was also on Parenthood, and he has a podcast. Mm-hmm. That's about. Oh, and they talk a lot about their kids and how you shouldn't talk about them. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got about yeah. on the subject of Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Uh, she loves sloths, and there was a, you know, kind of a 10 years ago viral video where he, like, got her a sloth for her birthday or had, like, a zoo person yeah. come over with the sloth. So he didn't buy her a sloth. He bought her time with a sloth. Yeah. A sloth institute. Like, can you, do you think you can get a sloth timeshare? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Those things are scams, Jesse. Yeah. Okay. No, um, you, you can... think you're going to use the sloth five times a year, but you can. Also, you can... I think the preferred nomenclature is sloth worker. I'm yeah. sorry, yes, yeah. sloth work is real <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jordan, I believe you mean sloth 
Work. <laughs> <laughs> they stock slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they could talk. And here's the here's here's the here's the scams they're charging you by the hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I could find another creature with those terrifying fingers, yes. <laughs> then I would fuck the other creature. But I just yeah. pay the extra for the sloth because yeah. they got those they got those hooks in me, literally. Uh, yeah. So he he there was a video of her getting the sloth or being presented with the sloth and then like crying from joy, and I think that's what turned them into America's favorite couple. Really? Yeah. Not Veronica Mars. I like uh, Veronica Mars. No, I think he wasn't involved in that. So I think, you know, people liked her from that and liked him from, you know. From without, without a paddle. A paddle. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just like, you know, knowing knowing that there's a world out there where two attractive people are giving each other sloths and crying. It really, uh, you know, taught everyone that love is indeed real. Yeah. I'm God, I, would it be amazing to, I'm, Iffy, I'm going to exclude you because you're very charismatic, but <laughs> wouldn't it be incredible to have that kind of charisma? Right. I, Kristen Bell was in here one time to be on Bullseye. The whole time it was like uh, staring directly at the sun. Mm-hmm. It was awful. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I like Veronica Mars. How yeah. about you? Let me get you a sloth. <laughs> Chris and Bell also did um, Bless This Mess, right? That was that. Oh. I mean, let me double check. Because my because I think I did a I did an audition for it that she was at. And um, I feel like I hugged her too hard. And <laughs> till this day, I'm like, that's why I didn't get it. <laughs> I, I, like, You're not was, a sloth. Get yeah, off me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see. Yeah, no, this is uh Iffy, you have a forty eight inch chest. I'm I'm wondering what people you have hugged the appropriate amount of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Touche touche. And no, this is wild. No, it wasn't Christian Bell. It was Lake Bell. But ah, Dax Shepard is in the show. Okay. Okay. So I, I, I am Reasonable in the, mistake. the, Reasonable mistake. the DAC-CU. Reasonable I'm in the mistake. DAC-CU. Uh, <laughs> you know, the honest truth is Christian Bell and Lake Bell, both great bells. Yeah. yeah. Both yeah. really bring the heat. Ding dong. Always do a great job. Ding yeah. dong. Yeah. Yeah. Kristen might have loved the hug. Lake did not appreciate it. No. Um, and I think that's why I didn't get the part. Yeah, well, you know, you should have uh, hugged a different cast member of with Children's Hospital, Brian Husky or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> should have hugged Husky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 206-9844-FUN or JJ Go at Maximum Fun. I'm glad we cleared all that stuff up about yeah. Dax Shepard. Me too. Yeah. This guy is. This podcast is educational as well as entertaining. Uh, okay, go ahead and press play, Val. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, I'm calling because uh, my momentous occasion is that I – in my uh, 33rd, soon to be 34th year of life, finally ate uh, McDonald's McRib for the first time. Um, We rushed in like 30 minutes before they closed and uh, happened to see that the McRib was available. Went ahead and got one. And um, my opinion, honestly, it's weird. It's like the ghost of pork in a sandwich not really actually pork which i don't think anybody's expecting but um just really leaves something to be desired which i would imagine is pretty predictable but anyway uh that's my review on the mcrib yeah underwhelming but anyway thanks you guys love you bye love you too thanks for calling in for our 
our segment, uh, what do 34-year-olds think of the McRib? <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there and you're 34 <laughs> and you're trying the McRib for yeah, the first time. 34 is too late. If, you, if you're in your 30s and you haven't had the McRib yet, leave it. Yeah. I, had, I think I had my first McRib at like 22. Okay. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe the I mean I I also was a late in life McRib trier and Ooh, felt a lot like this guy. I mean, like, I think I knew it. You know, you know it as you know it as a punchline for mm-hmm. so long. It's a it's a you know it's a popular comedy pull. The McRib is back, and yeah. I've been like, well, I've been saying this for all of my life. I need to try this thing and kind of went in there and kind of felt like this guy. Eh, what are we doing? I, I would have rather had a shamrock shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember the eggnog shake being pretty good at McDonald's. Pumpkin yeah. spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte. And um, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think probably the ideal, the ideal situation to discover the McRib is like you're, you're stoned and you're 17, right? Yeah. Is that the ideal yeah, customer yeah. Oh, for the definitely. McRib? Well, you're not really caring for it. I will uh, mention that uh, for any of our international oh. listeners, this is uh, foreign to them because I went to the Germany, yeah, I believe it was the Germany McDonald's and the McRib's available year-round. Wow. Like it is not a seasonal thing. A true utopia over there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know... It yeah. is always fun when you go abroad to see like what kind of weird stuff their McDonald's has. Oh, I and mostly I chicken it. stuff. Yeah. yeah, it's like ah, trout, huh? <laughs> <laughs> trout, huh? Berlin. <laughs> oh yeah, no. The, so my number one ranking McDonald's is still like the Japanese McDonald's. Their oh, samurai yeah. burger. What's at the Japanese hard. McDonald's? They have a samurai burger. They is have it this made of real samurai. <laughs> uh, I wish. Unfortunately, not. It's um, it is um. Impossible Samurai. Right. Uh, <laughs> Just pressed <laughs> Ronin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not Samurai because they have no master. No, <laughs> so they had these, uh, the, the pies that we usually have over here. It was strawberry season when we were out there. And it was kind of like the strawberry filling with some, of the, some mochi mm-hmm. filling. Oh, yeah. Rocks. So good. good. Uh, you know, their McDonald's, uh, actually this was the London McDonald's that had like a curry uh, like chicken sandwich. And I was like, why are we not trying any of that over here? Like, we're just sticking with the basics. And yeah. I'm like, let's go crazy. You know what? I say let's stick with the basics. <laughs> I don't need this shit from other cultures. <laughs> I'm fine with my culture. Yeah. Um, I uh, visited Paris Disneyland not Ooh, too long ago. Tell and me was about definitely it. like, you know, dreading the food right just like oh, what's this gonna be you know like eating it it's it you know tough at a theme park to find something that that is good and that makes you want to stay at the theme park for another five hours to you it's not a theme park if you're not eating one of those giant turkey exactly. yes, I know. uh but the uh so you know lunchtime comes at paris disneyland we wait in line it's like it's a it, the line takes much much longer than we thought so by the end by but i'm kind of like you know, I've I've changed my order ten times in my head by the time we get to the front, and I'm like, chicken fingers, chicken fingers, chicken fingers, right? Like this is safe. It'll probably be pretty good. It'll come with a dipping sauce. Chicken fingers, chicken fingers, great. That's what I'm doing. Chicken fingers. I get to the front. Uh, vegan curry. I don't know why I said it, but I had it, and it was the best theme park meal I've ever had. It sounds like an intentional hot take. I know, I know. It's not. It was really, really good. I Hell loved yeah. my McDonald or my. Uh, Paris Disneyland vegan curry. It was great. I, I think that speaks to a really great principle of restaurant food ordering, mm-hmm. which is 
if there's something on the menu that's like, whoa, why the fuck would they serve that to someone? Yeah. Get it. That's the one you should get because oh, yeah. it is it is overcome through sheer goodness right. the fact that no one would want to order that. <laughs> yeah. It came with a little uh like plastic bag of sticky rice that you untwist and the steam comes out. Ooh. It was so good. I yeah. I love yeah. a little bag of sticky rice. Yes. What a dream it yeah. is to get that little bag of sticky when I was in Laos. All I did was open those little pl- fucking sticky rice. That, you know the so like you know the kind of like uh, the kind of little sticky rice container where where it's a little tube where one end slides yeah. into the other end. Mm-hmm. And it's a woven like a basket. Oh God! Open Beautiful. that up. Get that. Get that sticky ass rice out of there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Jesse? nasty freak for sticky rice. <laughs> You're gonna burn your little wiener again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's already chapped, Daddy. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> Hold on. We need to figure out yeah. why Jesse called me Daddy. <laughs> Let's take a break, <laughs> unpack this, and then come back for more. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, la, la. I'm glad you said that because nobody says that. Can I just say thank you to you for such a thoughtful interview? Oh my God, yeah, I think you nailed it. Bullseye, interviews with creators you love and creators you need to know. Listen to the Bullseye podcast only from NPR and Maximum Fun. Oh, darling, why won't you accept my love? My dear, even though you are a duke, I could never love you. You, you borrowed a book from me and never returned it. (gasps) Save yourself from this terrible fate by listening to Reading Glasses. We'll help you get those borrowed books back and solve all your other reader problems. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Iffy Wadiway, Escar Gorsh. <laughs> That's something I was hoping you ordered. <laughs> at, at Disneyland? Yeah. <laughs> at Ferris Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's wow. really good. <laughs> I also want to think of one, but it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try Can I, and come up with one by the end. I just do want to clarify. Mm-hmm. At the end of the last segment, I said it's chap daddy. Yeah, uh, referring to my little, little wiener. <laughs> I just want to clarify on that little wiener. Little wiener. Little wiener. I just want to clarify what I meant to say. Yeah, was. It's dad, Chappie. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, Jordan, you're I'm, Chappie yeah. from I'm, the movie yeah. Chappie. Chappie, the sassy robot. The robot. Was Chappie sassy? Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen it. I think he was Australian. But South, South African, African because yeah. I'm Diane Ward in this situation. Both of them. Oh, you're both you're yeah, Diane yeah, Ward in both of yeah, them. Yeah, you're both Diane Wards. Both of them. Yeah. Oh, Yolandi wow. Weiser and uh, the other guy. Ninja. Ninja. Yeah. Ninja. <laughs> Ninja. There, there was like a thing where they were like, "This is going to end on this date, and we'll, I guess, be regular people." And that never happened, right? Like, the ant word was yeah, going to end? Yeah, the ant word They're going to go back to being humans? Yes. <laughs> essentially, that's- They're going to turn back into pumpkins? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
They're just going to turn into two yuppies. Well, do uh, ant, do D ant word. I have a question about D ant word. Yeah. The uh, South African semi-rap electronic music duo. Yes. Do they make real songs or just look weird? Uh, they they made like some like if you were into that electro weird accent kind of rap, you know, you were into it. And Ify back when they first came out was very into it. Mostly Yolandi Weiser. I was I was standing, uh, but Tovlo dethroned her very quickly. Uh because, you know, I'll go to any show when it's like, I know I'm hot, I'll flash you, and then I'll drop some dope music. And I'm like, <laughs> sign me up. You, know? you want to, you want, you want white rappers with uh, art show haircuts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's my setting on field. <laughs> okay. Got yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. You, you only want to go to concerts being performed by, by people who, uh, appear in like sci-fi movie party sequences set at abandoned warehouses. Yeah, yeah, I I I want someone who performs and I'm looking at them and I was like, "Oh, they definitely smell like cloves." Uh-huh. And they have one of those like bohemian blankets on their wall uh and they have over 10 But unfinished- also a real jackhammer? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, Donald Duck all orange? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Good job. We're just saying stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, fucking wine. Mickey Mouse wine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mickey Mouse wine. <laughs> like red wine. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From France. But it's Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. They would probably say, like, Mickey Mouse. M- Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Listen, we're not, no one's beating Escargor. <laughs> okay? It's just not going to happen. I just beat it. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> when I was like, Mickey, Mickey Mouse. 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 Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> See, Escargor is garbage compared yeah. to that. <laughs> I literally just looked in the garbage and found our friend Iffy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the he hanging. threw himself away oh after he heard how good mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse was. It was hard to recover from that, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was. You you woke up after that compactor hit you, <laughs> but then you li- then you lived at the dump for a while, like he yeah, left. yeah, just holding. My daughter says she misses me, but I told her it's important for yeah. both of our growth. <laughs> you're, like, you're like right now, Daddy is focusing on putting a whole fish into his mouth and pulling a skeleton. <laughs> classic, yeah, it's classic stuff. Uh, well, Ify, it's always it's always a pleasure and a joy to see you. Well, thank you. Uh, I'm I want to congratulate you on the many details of your blue jeans. <laughs> uh, they feature, among other things, tears. Oh yeah. Um, built-in stretchy bandanas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a crotch animal of some kind. Yeah, yeah. This is uh the the running dog symbolism for the Billionaire Boys Club, ah. made by uh, Pharrell and Nego. Um, uh, one of the you know Nego, the bathing ape, yeah. the famous <laughs> oh, yeah. bathing I, ape. Sure. I, I know yeah. it was so funny because it was the part where I started to explain. I was like, I don't need to explain Nego to you. <laughs> Wait, what I like about what I like about Nego, the inventor of a bathing mm-hmm. ape, mm-hmm. is that at one point Nego was. A 35 or 40 year old man. Yeah. Japanese man. Yeah. 
And he's like, mm, I'm a rapper now. Yeah. And he made some rap songs with like the most famous rappers ever. Oh, something that was not like I did not connect the dots until I was like actually listening to it. But, you know, he is part of the Teriyaki Boys who made the famous Tokyo Drift uh, theme song. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sure, And sure. so I was like, so he's like, that song's still doing numbers because it is a meme. Right. So, like, I was like, he kind of is like, has a platinum smash <laughs> rap song outside of these, um, like, print you know, sweats that he makes. Do you think there's any chance that me and Ashcon's Pluot rap song could get into a video game soundtrack and become a meme? Oh, boy. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, the one if he mentioned is in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. They still oh. got one more of those to oh, yeah. make. Uh, maybe, you know, you could slip it in while Vin Diesel is staring off into the sunset remembering Paul Walker. Do you think your Pluot song would be good for that? I would love that, but I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna shoot for video game thing. Okay. You know, I'm gonna I want it to be a video on YouTube where everybody says, uh, "Need for Speed Six brought me here." Yeah, it's like the top <laughs> yeah. voted yes, yes. comment. And I this is this is what I'm thinking. So Bethesda Games, who made Skyrim, Starfield, mm-hmm. etc. What if their next one is because they did fantasy, they did sort of post apocalyptic right, yeah, stuff, yeah. they did sci fi. What if the next thing that they did was like a green grocer thing? Mm, sure, yeah. So it's like seasonal fruits and vegetables, Ooh, yeah. uh, recipe ideas, yeah, um, murders, Ooh. like a lot of killing, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but it's just pirates or whatever, yeah, like grocery pirates, I don't yeah. know, shoplifters. <laughs> What's fundamentally evil, and thus their life has no meaning in a green in a green grocer context. Are you looking for someone like easy to to kill? To yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, just like how when you go to the abandoned medical factory and you see that it's spacers, yeah. you, you know you're allowed to kill every yeah. single person in the entire building with no moral repercussions. Yeah, because they're spacers. <laughs> yeah, which is just the name for unidentified people in space like there's a central part a central part of the game starfield jordan Mm -hmm. is other characters will have these in-depth like archetypal moral conversations where they're like arguing points as though they were written by highly talented middle schoolers basically <laughs> like each one represents a certain point of view of the world and yeah. they they all one person's like i think you should negotiate one says yeah. i think you should bribe the other one says i think you should and uh they'll have this whole conversation and then they'll give you a dialogue tree for what you say back right and i always want to choose i've killed 892 men. <laughs> yeah. Describing ludonarrative dissonance. Yeah. Ludonarrative dissonance. Um, great croc badges, too, if you have Oh, thanks. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen guys. Yeah, they're hanging out. They're there. Uh, yeah, it's all Jujutsu Kaisen. There used to be some My Hero anime. Academia. Oh. Yeah. Great, great. You're the one. Solid. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I love Jujutsu Kaisen as well. It's about like, I well, I was starting to describe it, and someone will be like Demon Slayer because Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen have almost identical. Okay, so I was about to say <laughs> well, it's anime. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Yeah, I was about to say. So when you guys brought up Jujutsu Kaisen, mm. my first you mean Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, okay, Jujutsu <laughs> Kaisen. Yeah. Um, my first thought was like Demon Slayer. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, very similar. Plot. Yeah, and then of course, 
I was thinking about JoJo's big adventure. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> of course. That yeah. I thought about that. That's what kind of changed. Yeah, yeah. Chainsaw Man too. It's all yeah, yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I, of course, then I was like, well, you have to take into account uh, Gundams. You do. Yes. Ah, back, uh, to Gundams. back to Gundams. Here yeah. we are. Global the end is Gundam. the beginning. Yeah, yeah. the UCB is back, folks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's right here That's in the room. <laughs> yes, make sure to buy your manuals. Uh, yes, <laughs> <laughs> truth and comedy yes. for sale on our websites. You need it. Thank you, Dell. Thank you, Charna. If he is always a joy, I hope that everyone will uh, take the opportunity to listen to uh, you and uh, the other hosts of Maximum Film. is It is a wonderful program where you can keep up on the, all the great stuff that's happening in the world of film, find out what movies you should and shouldn't go see, and uh, hear about an occasional movie that's not fresh in theaters yeah. that might be worth your time. Yeah. If you're a film lover, you're going to love Maximum Film. and. If you like anything about nerds on the entire internet, don't worry if he's already hosting. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. go ahead and watch one of the many, many, many things uh, that if he is the host of. Yeah. Um, very nice to see you. Thank you always. so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's always good to sit down with y'all in this booth and goof it up. We're goofing. Just goofing in the booth. Goofy dumbasses yeah. over here. Um, <laughs> is this... What about Donald Duck wine? It's kind of lateral. It's <laughs> yeah. good. I mean, my thing at Donald Duck, so maybe yeah, yeah, like yeah. you want to go to a different character. I couldn't think of any other. Are there other Disney guys? No. I Goofy think that's the problem. Donald that's the problem. Duck There's only the three, yeah. so yeah. I think, yeah. So, uh, Little Little Mermaid and Turf? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's with Pete. French. Where you eat the Little Mermaid. I think we've... Done enough show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our theme music is "Love You" by the Free Design, courtesy of the Free Design and I, Light in the Attic Records. Uh, our producer is Matt Lee, but Valerie's on the boards this time around. Uh, and um, you can find us on social media. Maximumfun.reddit.com is a fun place to chat about the show. Uh, hashtag at JJGo on your various platforms. And uh, join us on uh, Instagram, where Jordan is at Jordan David Morris, and I am put dot this dot on. Uh, and uh, that's enough stuff. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. I'll hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.